Hallelujah. Amen. This one is pressure. So let me let me try and unwind. You know, we've been talking about week, but people are awake to all sort of things. So when I was in school, there was you know, when you are in school, you are people that do that are into athleticism and all those things. And those that study. You hardly you hardly get people who miss the two. Like they are few and they are very, very they are in the class of their own. So this new headmaster came and he was very furious with this whole people. Why is it that some people should be in class and others should be on the field running, jumping and doing all those things? So he went to the field and he saw them jumping, sweating, doing all those things, and he looked at them and said, You see, as your colleagues are in class, making the impossible possible. You are here breaking unnecessary records. <laughs> but thank God, we are doing the thing of God and we are not breaking unnecessary records. Amen. Shall we be on our feet? We want to spend some time in prayer. <laughs> we want to pray. We want to pray. You know, the song, one of the songs that we were singing said, let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the food. Can we sing that side? Can we sing that side? Let us become more aware. Let us become more aware. You want to begin to open your mouth and begin to speak in the language of the Spirit. You want to begin to open your mouth and begin to speak in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your church let us become more aware of your presence as families let us become more of your presence whatever that we are into let us experience your goodness in the name of jesus we pray the lord you speak to us in the name of jesus we pray amen amen take your seat hallelujah hallelujah amen, amen. oh we want to set record by shouting amen it's a good record. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, the theme for the weekend has been awake. Awake. 
awake, awake. But this morning, I want us to talk about what it means to be awake. 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 You know, sometimes if somebody is a medical doctor and you go to the hospital, you might not have seen the certificate that the person holds. Or better still, the years of experience that the person has. But sometimes as you walk around and you see people, the way some people are in green, others are in white, others have the, the thing that they put around their necks. That one is a good word. <laughs> All those, you'll be able to decipher between who is and who is not. And who is not. Amen. So when you want to, you today want to consider what it means to be awake. What it means to be awake. What does it mean? Awake in itself, I try to check the meaning of awake and it says that show signs of life. Show signs of life. Show signs. Show signs. At least try and show signs of life. That means you are awake. Amen. Or return to the land of the living. Return to the land of the living. That means if you are not awake, that means you are on the other side of the world. Amen. Or be conscious. Be conscious. Be conscious. Be conscious. Be vigilant. You know, sometimes, you know, the song, that's why I made the song that style of the song. He said, let us become aware. More aware. Awareness is even being awake. Because sometimes you can be in an environment and uh, you will not be, you are not aware. You are not aware of what is happening around you. You know, a man built his house around <laughs> around a very noisy environment. He did not, so he woke up one morning, you know, certain parts of the world, when somebody dies on the Friday night, they do what they call wakeeping. You know, wakeeping. They are waiting so that they're opening the, they open the cups around 4 a.m. with prayer. Then we watch it till 9, then we go in throw the body away. Amen. So this man was in his house trying to sleep. He's new in the neighborhood. He was trying to sleep. They were playing songs. And so he came out. He was so furious that he was going to blast them, speak somewhere to them. Then as he was getting closer to the people, he realized that somebody is actually sleeping on one of the speakers. So there's no... So when he saw that, he just had to go back. <laughs> Because if somebody is actually able to sleep on the speaker, you are in your room. What is your excuse? Go and sleep. Amen. But in that case, you see that that person was not aware. You know, even though he lived in a, there was noise in the environment, he's not aware. You get it? Yes. It's not easy. Sometimes you think that, oh, everybody should know. Everybody cannot know like that. No, it doesn't happen that way. We have to, you have to be aware. So that we'll be able to flow with the, the thing. Right. You get it? So today we want to talk about what it means to be awake. What it means to be awake. Amen. Amen. And the first one is to come out of darkness and stay in light. If you are awake, it means that you've come out of darkness and you are staying in light. Ephesians chapter 5. If you can help me. Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 8 to 14. King James. New King James. Sorry. Ephesians chapter 5. From verse 8 to 14. For you were once darkness. Not in darkness, but darkness itself. <laughs> but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Next verse. 
For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Verse 10. Finding out Verse 10, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Verse 11, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. You see, the thing about darkness is that the works that we do in darkness is unfruitful. And most times, it is only in darkness that those things can happen. Because, you know, you know there are certain things that we are doing that we need a very, very serene, dark atmosphere to be able to flow. Because if it's light and you are projecting it this way, you yourself, you are here, you don't feel comfortable. <laughs> but you'll be able to feel comfortable in the closet and do it. Amen. But rather expose them. You know, one thing that light does is that it exposes. Light, light exposes. So you see that in darkness, a lot can be hidden. A lot. But light exposes. Amen. For it is shameful even to speak those things which are done by them in secret. Hey. You know, sometimes... Sometimes the things that we do in secret, even when we are talking about it, you yourself, you, the way we behave, like, hey, so people do this. Ah, I'm ashamed. I don't even understand, but we do it in secret. It is shameful for us to talk about it ourselves, but we do it. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. And the verse I'm looking for. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep. Arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. Amen. 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 I think that as youth, one of the most greatest weapons that the enemy has been able to use and is still using on the youth is trying to keep things to ourselves and keep it in darkness. So now we have always like, why are you trying to uh, come into my private life? Why are you entering my you are, you are infringing on my privacy, my space. We use all those things. So now we have password for our, our laptop, our iPad, our phone. We have password for everything. We have password on our relationship in the first place. We have password on like some movies that we watch. Because there are some people that you cannot talk to freely about. No, 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 no. It's very, very complicated. And in fact, we easily become very, very offended if you want to enter certain areas of our life. But you see, that's how the enemy becomes so comfortable. And he gets to know that, oh, once that part of your life is not exposed to anybody and you alone knows it, oh, then I can flow with you. So that's what the enemy does. And so for the youth, one of the things that we can easily do is to open. To open ourselves up. At least to our pastors. Because sometimes even maybe Reverend Chris calls to the office and says, oh, how are you? This, is, oh, it's, 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 this one is private. We cannot talk about it. That part of my life there, no, let's leave it. But I see one of the best things that can help all of us is that when we open up. And today I want to encourage the youth and even everybody in the church that I don't think there is anything so peculiar that you cannot share, if not with, obvious, not with everybody. But if you cannot share with at least your pastors, that you become so, and those are the things that really eat us up. Yeah. It's really, really, really eat us up. And these are the same things that we keep on battling with, battling. We, we will commit, come do it again, then we go back, we fail, then we go, then we'll be using the scripture, then righteous shall fall seven times. It's not true. It's not true. We are not opening it up. Eesh. 
He filled and filled and filled and filled. Ah! <laughs> you don't want to open up and let people know and help you. Amen. Amen. So I want to encourage especially the youth that let's open, open our relationships. Our relationships. You see, sometimes, and that's one of the things that I like about this church, that, oh, if this person and this person, is go- we know. We know. We know. We know. If you are going out with somebody and say, and say, and the person say, oh, let, let me go and introduce you to Pastor Gloria. I said, oh, no, 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 we've not got to that stage yet. Please. <laughs> Which stage do you want to get to before you come and introduce? <laughs> it's, it's a sign that there's something happening. Amen. Let us open our struggles. Our struggles. Our, hey, you, you don't know how easy it will become for us eh, if we open up. Open up. Because it's like, yes, we are doing the things of God, but you and I know that the thing is still eating us up and it's eating us up. And that's one of the main reasons why the enemy is always able to point that crazy finger at you. You, you sink, you pray, you do this, look at what you do in secret. And that when the Lord hits you, it's like, it's like a, 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 what did the, the boxer say? It's like below the belt or something. Yeah, or uppercut, yes. You know, when you give it up, whoever you are, you fall down. That's one of the things that the enemy uses a lot. It's an uppercut. <laughs> Serious. You know you are doing everything. Sometimes you even be leading prayer or you be leading worship. The enemy will tell you, oh, so you see, you are, not, you are very fake, you know that. <laughs> Somebody said, <laughs> saying fakeness. <laughs> you try to get all sort of things to, to, but I want to encourage all of us. But you see, as you, we want to come to the light, you know when you've stayed in the dark for a very long time, I know those that you spectacle will be able to appreciate it more. You know, when you are in the dark for a very long time, and you, you come to light, initially, it is very, very intimidating. But it, but it, it is needed, because if it, it does not initially become intimidating, because you be, what you'll be thinking is that, hey, now that I'm even going to tell my pastor, about, would, he, would they be able to handle it? Because me, myself, I'm not able to handle it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But what the first thing that 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 we will get to know that you are weak is that you live in light. You live in light. You just lift up your hands and say that no, no more, no more. Because you know, you know the Bible says that one shall put a thousand to flight, two shall put ten thousand. What it means is that the unity, the unity alone is about eight thousand, and one one is like thousand thousand. The unity alone is eight thousand. So what it means is that if we expose and we talk more to people. I'm not talking about like uh, uh, getting a microphone and standing and no, 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 no. Getting to people that you think that can help. Because as you, I know that we have issues. So unless, unless maybe it's only me. That's what I'm talking about my life. We have issues. You know that girls like boys. We know, we know, we know, and boys like. But you know the, the only thing that boys show. Boys, we show that we like, but, but but girls don't show. But they themselves, nah. Oh, they like boys more. They like boys more. They like boys. Yes, yes, it's true. Because I, when I was in my secondary school, I went to an all boys school, and my sister went to an all girls school. When you go for programs and you be talking, it's like all the girls will be like, oh, they are showing a guy. They are like, it's like they don't, they they, are, they don't like us. 
But when I go home and I'm ask my sister that, oh, so what were you at? They'll be counting, oh, today this guy talked to me. This guy talked to me. This guy talked to me. I think I prefer that guy. You're preaching, Pastor. Let's expose it. Let's, 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 let's open up. Let's open up. Sometimes it's like a culture thing that, oh, you know, we don't, even, like even our parents really did not, you know, as it comes to a certain part, parents say, oh, keep quiet when you grow up, you understand? You get it? So it has become part and parcel of us that we don't really open up. But I'm telling you that once you do that, you've, you've, you've broken the, the hedge of the enemy around our life. Because the enemy will not be able to find a way of manipulating. Uh, because he knows that once you are, you, you will let your, somebody know. And I, I know that in this house, you have good pastors. Yeah. Reverend Chris, you, when you go and talk to him, be assured that your issue is not going to be on BBC tomorrow. <laughs> you know. Amen. Amen. So I want to, especially the let's open up. Open up. You see that you yourself now, you, be, you, be, you feel light. Because you see that the issue that is forcing you. Hey. <laughs> the burning desires in our hearts and in our systems. Hey. It's too much. Hey. And when we look to. Hey. And when we touch to. Hey. <laughs> the only thing, the only thing that is good for our, they're like Christians, you know, our conscience still work. Yet it works. But you see, the, the, the danger with this is that if you continue to keep it to yourself and keep it to yourself and keep it to yourself, the conscience at the point gets seared. That's when you're able to freely move from that place and come here and flow freely and lift up your holy hands. But you and I know that is the hands, the hands. Amen. So the first one is to come out of darkness and stay in light. Amen. The second one is to become prayerful. The second one is to become prayerful. Jonah chapter 1, verse 6. Jonah, Jonah. It's one of the few, one of the books that we hardly read or we hardly look for. Yesterday when you were doing the <laughs> open certain books, Nahum and <laughs> see that it is. Jonah chapter 1, verse 6. Please, can you help me? New King James. Jonah chapter 1. So the captain came to him talking about Jonah. And said to him, what do you mean? Tell the person, tell the person, what do you mean? <laughs> tell the, what do, you, what do you mean? Like an American style. Uh, how did they say it? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> he said, what do you mean? Arise, call on your God. Oh, no. What do you mean, sleeper? You know, the person that sleeps is called a sleeper. <laughs> It's from me. It's the Bible that is saying it. <laughs> what do you mean, sleeper? <laughs> Arise. Call on your God. Perhaps your God will consider us so that we may not perish. You know the sad story, the sad thing about this is that you know this happened when God told Jonah to go and he decided to go to Tashis. And on his way, this thing happened. The captain made a very, 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 very profound statement. He said that perhaps, 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 your God. Because everybody was, if you read the, if you read the whole chapter, you see that everybody was calling on their God. And it was not working. And this guy who is supposed to be awake and aware was asleep. The sleeper. The sleeper. And the, the captain was like, what do you mean? Ah, so with all the things, you, you cannot. 
Let's be serious. He said, what do you mean? What do you mean? Awake, perhaps. And that's one of the, 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 the profound things that, you know, even some people even know that our God works. But we, 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 we don't know. That's the problem. The captain got to know that. At least, because if one of them had been able to call on his or her God, and the problem would have seized, we didn't have come to Jonah. He tried other gods and it was not working. That's why he came to Jonah and said that perhaps, 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 maybe yours is the one that we are looking for. But the sleeper, sleeper, he's, 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 he's asleep. He's gone, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. Amen. We need to be awake. But the, the, the matter, the, the, the fact of the matter is praying to is not easy. Unless maybe it's only me. Is it easy to pray? You go and stand by somewhere talking to this and be If I'm talking to somebody like communication, we can we can flow for like two hours, three hours. We flowing, we be talking. But speaking to God, that sometimes, you know, you just go and pray and you come. You don't really feel like you know. Sometimes people are like, oh, feel the presence of God. And some of us are like, hey, I'm not feeling it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> It is not a feeling. But the good thing is that God, I think God even acknowledges that prayer. So that's why he's given us the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is supposed to help us. And if you really want to know that prayer is not easy, look at the disciples before Jesus ascended. They were always sleeping. No? They were always. Anytime Jesus, the first time Jesus took them to the Mount of Transfiguration, Peter, John, and James, they slept. <laughs> Luke chapter 9, verse 30, they slept. And, and, and when they took him to Gethsemane too, they slept. The, that one, the first one, Jesus came. Oh, could you not? Then Jesus went back because his heart was so full. He came back, they were still sleeping. So, oh, why? Can't you? The third one came and said, oh, sleep. Sleep on. Sleep on. So you see that when we begin to see Acts, when we, go, we get to the book of Acts, and we see the disciples suddenly becoming prayerful in Acts chapter 6. He said, oh, you, let's get people who will serve tables and we will give ourselves to prayer. It is not anything different. No. It is the Holy Spirit that is making the difference. Because if not the Holy Spirit, Peter likes sleeping. <laughs> you don't know. Probably Peter likes, Peter can do like 12 hours. You do six hours. <laughs> Peter is very good. He can really, really sleep. But when the Holy Spirit came, he said, and we, we will give ourselves to prayer and to the word. I think one of the things that we need, we need as believers more, is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit in our life. Because sometimes even when you be there, the promptings and the, you, it will cause you to, it will create sort of an environment around you whereby you yourself, you'll you be, you, you be, you be, you, you be charged and you begin to pray. So the Holy Spirit is the one that can aid us to pray. Because if not that, you and you and I know that when you plan a day like that, prayer, like you put prayer, we don't do it. We don't. It's, it's, it's not easy to pray. Let's acknowledge that fact first. <laughs> because sometimes people say, oh, it's, it's easy, but they don't do. So you acknowledge that it is not easy, but the Holy Spirit is able to help me. Amen. Amen. But you see, the more we pray to, the more we are getting closer to God. Because the more I talk to my wife, Christelle, 
the more. The more, the more we communicate, the more we become closer. The more we become. Psalm 145, verse 18. <laughs> Psalm 145, verse 18. Psalm 145, verse 18. You see, we are getting to know the, the type of people that God wants to be closer to. The Lord is near to all who call upon him. To all who call upon him in truth. Those are the people that God is close to. The people that call upon God. The people. How, why do you think that God was calling Abraham his friend? What type of friend don't talk? So, you know, something when you read the Bible, you think that, oh, when God was talking to Abraham and he said, that, oh, and when I go to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, if I get uh, 50, if I get this, uh, it's prayer. <laughs> oh, you thought it was what? It's prayer, it's communication between man and God. Sometimes I want to spiritualize it and make it look like age. Oh, kapa, kian, delebe, kolebe, kala, ikon, dolo. No, it's, pre- it's communication. Yeah. You know, and the intimacy that exists will show the level of communication. Yeah. You get it. The closer you are, you, you, you get to know. You get to know what, 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 yeah, you get it. Come on. So let's not put prayer in a certain realm and say that, oh, I, I, I'm not into that. It's, it's, it's communication. It's communication. Can, can, you can open your mouth and just communicate. <laughs> Amen. So the second one is to become prayerful. The first one is to come out of darkness and stay in light. The second one is to become prayerful. The third one is to have compassion for souls. Compassion for souls. Compassion. Compassion. Matthew chapter 9 verse 36 and 37. Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 and 37. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. Amen. Amen. You see, when Jesus was working with his disciples, I think Jesus was more awake and his disciples were not. Because you remember that any time anybody wanted to get close to Jesus, the disciples would be pulling them away. Yeah. Pulling them, you know, the children, when the children were trying to come, they were pulling them away. We, we just, you know, when you are around a big man, you always want to be like, oh, me, I'm, you see, the, he only talks to me, you know. Yes, he, it's like he communicates through me, you know. Yeah. But that's not the type of thing that Jesus wants. He, he, he showed compassion. So you see that as Jesus was looking onto the people and saying that, oh, he had compassion for them because they were like sheep without shepherd. The rest, the other disciples were not seeing it in that light. No. They, probably the disciples were seeing them as opportunists because they want to come and receive miracles and go. Yes. That's how come when Jesus wanted to feed them in Acts Andrew, he said, oh, how, how, how is this among so many? We cannot feed them with this. Let them go and find something and eat. And the, the attitude of the disciples is the same attitude that sometimes as believers we portray. When somebody is going through some crisis and we stand in the place of Peter or Andrew or somebody, 
said, this person, I advise him. They don't listen to advice. Children of nowadays, they don't, they don't, they don't. They don't, they, 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 they don't listen to advice. But you see, if you are coming from a place of compassion, the way you talk to the person or the way you relate to the person is different from somebody who just wants to pounce on the person. Yeah. You know, there are some people in church, all that they are looking out for is they want to pounce on. They are just looking out for the least, the, 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 and it's like they are not sense themselves too. Yeah. That's the point. All of us. But some people, the, the way they, when they see somebody's mistake, the way they want to deal with it. But when they come to them, we want everybody to be very merciful and calm and talk to them. No. Amen. Amen. So I want to encourage Esther to let's have compassion. Let's have compassion. You know, two people, if let's say two people are walking and they see maybe let's say somebody who is drunk and the approach of one person to the person might be that, oh, I think I can help. I think I can talk to the person. The other person too might be that. These people, 21st century young people, wasting their life away and we talk like that and go amen but let's be like the good Samaritan whereby the way we see it is how Christ sees it so now if you if, if uh, your brother or your sister is going to some, ask yourself first that what do you quote will Christ say in this case will Christ show compassion about it or Christ will criticize you can, you, can, you can look through the Bible and see the number of times Jesus criticized all the people he was criticizing were the, the, the saints, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the people that thought that they, they fetched the epoch of everything. They, they are like, they, they are there. And they, they think they are there so they can criticize. But Jesus was always trying to find an opportunity to help. Very, very down to earth, trying to help people. The woman at the world in John chapter 4, I don't think even the disciples would have even given him the chance. But Jesus got the chance. Talk to the woman. And look at what was able to come out from the woman. So I want us to also have that mindset. If you, if you see people and you just brush them off, you are not awake. You are not. You are not because you are not aware of the circumstances of people. And sometimes how people, you know, the last time I was telling somebody that you see, you are smart, but people, everybody have issues. And we all deal with it differently. Some of us try to gentle it up and come to church and behave as if all is well. Others people too cannot keep it, so they express. And be like, oh, I don't want going to, oh, please. Get a life and let's be serious. <laughs> but let us try and show compassion and be patient with people. Amen. 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 The last one is that engage in activities when I say engage in activities, engage in activities of the church. Engage. 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 See, yesterday, when the young ones were, it's like, one thing I see that if the young ones, we really light up. We light up the church. Oh, you don't see it that way. Hey, we light up every... Yesterday, I was talking to someone. He said, I really don't know how to number. I like the vibe. <laughs> That's what the person was telling me. I really don't know how to dance, but I like the vibe. I will make a move. Yes. You know, some, you get to an environment that you don't want to, but you see that everybody, you don't, you don't say, oh, I don't know what happened, but I joined. <laughs> sort of, you create the environment for everybody. Joined. Yeah, he joined. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did not even know what was happening, but by, before he knew, he was, he, he was part of the thing. 
And it's the same with the opposite side. When somebody is also coming to church and the person has the enthusiasm, and he comes and all of us are like, uh, <laughs> automatically the person too will join us, you know. Will join us and become a statue. Can't move, won't move, shan't move. <laughs> Amen. Isaiah 52. Isaiah 52, verse 1. Awake, awake, put on your strength. Which presupposes that even as we are lying down, it's not like we don't have strength, that's why we are lying down. We have strength, but we have decided to keep it down. All of us, we have, we have, we have, we have something that you alone can do, but you see, we are asleep, we, we don't care, so we decided to. Put on your beautiful garments. You see, there's something that in this house, you alone can do it and do it well. Everybody will try. They will get close, but they cannot. They cannot do it like you. You alone, you alone can do it. That beautiful garment, it's only you that fit. The size and everything. It's only you. But you are on reserve now. You know, you know when you watch football, the 22, the 11, 11, the people that are playing, they, they'll just be on reserve and they'll be there and they'll be criticizing them. You should have done it. You are on reserve. <laughs> you are not playing. But you are criticizing people. <laughs> oh, the holy city. For the uncircumcised and the unclean shall no longer come to you. Verse 2. Shake yourself. Tell the next person. Shake yourself. From the dust. From the dust. You know, as you, 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 are, you know, that sometimes the dress that you've not worn for a very long time, you go for it. You just want to sort of clean it up. Because it's idle. It's, 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 it's like it's not being used. It's becoming dusty. It's becoming dusty. It's not working. Recently, I, 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 I got to know about what they call bed sores. I know the medical students will be able to help us. How do people get bed sores? For lying at that, the same place without shifting. You think that, oh, by, but I didn't even realize that when you sleep, you even get tired by sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and I don't think we want to get bed sores. <laughs> we want to be active. We want to be active. We want to be like active. Life, life. You know, one of the one of the meaning of awake is at least show signs, show signs of life. Lose yourself from the bounds of your neck. Hey. <laughs> the bounds of your neck. <laughs> and because of that, we are not able to move. Over. The bound is keeping us this way. We, we, we cannot shift. We cannot. We cannot. Amen. Amen. But I'm still on the activity. But one thing that happens is that when we engage in activities, we are refined. Though. Yeah. We are refined. Everything that you do, every and I'm happy because I think in this house, all it's not like a football field that only 22 people should play, so that the rest of us should be on the bench and others should be spectators. This one, the field. You know, we said the field of social. It's a field of souls. It's not like 22, 22 that's in there on the field of souls. 
Who said that? It's, it's all play, all field of souls. All play. We are all, all inside. Because the thing that you will say, I might not be able to say it that way. And the talent and the potential that God has placed in you, it might be different from what God has placed in me. So what it means is that even though we can still go on without you, we are lacking it. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. We need it. And it's actually, it makes, it makes us stronger. You know, in certain parts of the world, maybe if they need six men to mix with the sun. So, oh, we don't have six, but we mix with three. It can build, though. It can build, but is it strong? So probably you're having that cement that we need. (laughs) You have it. (laughs) You have the cement that we need. But if you said that, oh, me, 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 my cement, I want to keep it to myself. Amen. And actually, you know, Friday we were praying for the anointing. Anointing, God, anoint, anoint my head with oil. But one thing I feel like is that anointing is for activity. Yeah. But if you get anointing, you are saying, what, what, what is it for? Ah. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke 4, verse 18. <laughs> anointed man of God. <laughs> The spirit of the Lord is upon me because, you know, Reverend has always been telling us that God is a businessman. He does not throw money away like that. He does not throw, yet I've anointed you so that you sit down. Oh. Because there's, there's a tax for the, the spirit of God being upon him. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Verse 19. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. So you see that as he was being anointed, you can check through the Bible. Anybody that was anointed was anointed for a task. Every, every, we don't anoint people to sit down and look plump and look nice and look powerful. Then you'll be receiving all the accolades, the, the titles, the, the nomenclatures. Now we've created a lot too. Hey. Yeah, you can really get five. You have prelate. Like, first time I heard them, like, hey, prelate. That means you are, you are in charge of bishops. <laughs> but actually, I think that God, 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 all that He wants is working. Working. Work, work, work. Not all this. And some people today, the way they are, they are very straight on that. On the title. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, call him Reverend and you come and you come and you correct it. I'm most Reverend. <laughs> So all the reverence, I'm the most, so the most reverend. Mm. <laughs> so the anointing that we are all looking for is for activity, is for working, is for working, is for working. You might not know how anointed you are until you start working. That's why people will be like, oh, I never knew that when I went out and I was praying for somebody, I prayed for the person, momentarily the person said, I'm feeling well. But if you are sleeping in your room, how will you know 
that oh, how will you know that oh sleeper what do you mean you take an anointing and you are sleeping in your room and you want us to know that you are anointed. how will we know we will only know in activity in activity and actually even if you are not anointed it's in activity that you know that you are not anointed but the deception is that when you sit down and you are not doing anything you feel like oh me I'm anointed just that I'm not given opportunity and when the chance comes I'll fire <laughs> 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 Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Hmm. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. See that when Jesus was also living and was telling his disciples, said, but you shall receive the Holy Spirit. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you see, the, the first part is the, the, the glamour, the, the glitz and the glamour. Receive the anointing. I receive it. I lock it. I put it in my purse. You do all those things. God will not let you go after that too. Then you put a comma or a semicolon or whatever it is. They said, and you shall be witnesses. That is what the anointing is for. Yeah. Yes. It is not for you to be like, when you are coming, oh, we have a powerful man of God in the house, you know. No. The work, the work. So, oh, so what do I need? The, ocean, the, the anointing, anointing to usher. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's anointing. The way you smile at people, the person will come next time. You, you know, sometimes you, you, sometimes we think that it is the pastor that will do the transformation. It's not true. It is part of it. Probably the way you smile, you don't know. Sometimes the comment that people write. Some people are smiling that make them still. Yeah. Or some people is just after church, the hug. No, 10 years, no hug. Now come you receive a hug. And this church, you like to hug. <laughs> Amen. So I want to encourage all of us that be encouraged, be encouraged that the anointing is for activity. Act, you, you just when when Saul in the book of First Samuel chapter ten was anointed, when he was looking for his father's donkey and he found it and he was anointed, surely he was given a, a, a task, a task. Even if you even if you 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 are you are those you call the experts in your field. You know, in I think Deuteronomy or something, when Bezali, who was a craftsman, was needed, he was anointed for that task. So even if you are like an expert or a skillful person in your singing or in your, you still need anointing because it is not performance; it is ministration. You get it. So you still once, unless maybe we are doing a concert that is uh, that people will come and sit and say, "Oh, today I was touched," and you go and forget. Oh. But if you are doing something that is going to touch the heart, the soul, the spirit of people, then we need to connect with the giver of the spirit. We need to give, connect to the giver of the soul of men. And he's the one that will anoint us to do whatever they want to do. So I want to encourage all of us, especially the young people in the church. You, you need anointing. We all need it. But once we are getting, and I, it's not like, oh, I will come for it, then I will think about what I will do with it. No. You, you, you'll be doing it and be asking for it. It will come more. The only difference that we see when Jesus left is that now the disciples were left on their own. And they had to work. And they had to expose. So Peter never knew, oh, so I could speak, preach, 3,000 people. I never knew that though. Meanwhile, before, before Jesus left, they thought that they were, they were, they were, they, they were not needed. So, oh, so we, we are, now that the man is now, I'm going fishing. And that's one of the things. People think that there's no activity. Oh, people sing, people worship. What is left to do? But actually, there's more. That's right. There is so much more to be done. 
And you come and ask me, I'll tell you that there's more. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. So surprised. <laughs> you see, that's what Jesus, when Jesus came and he was asking me, ah, do you love me? Because after spending all these years with you, I am going. And we're saying that now the work is finished in that three years. How many did we touch? Did we get to Galatia? Did we get to Philippi? Did we get to Corinth? We did not get there. We were just in say, Jerusalem and on Galilee. No. We need to go far. So the same thing applies to us. Even in Lis, how far have you? In Lis, in Lis, in our own Jerusalem. I think even Jerusalem, we have a suburb in Jerusalem. That's the suburb that we find ourselves. So there's more. Even the city that is next to you that is empty shows that there's more. The city that is sitting next to you that is empty shows that there is more of activity. And everybody, it's not like we have experts. There's no experts that we will call or we call on the expert of evangelism. No, 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 no. This one is not like BBC that on every topic you have to get an expert to talk to. We are all, we are all together. And we are all doing, we are all trying, trying, trying to do one or two for God. One or two. It might not be more, but one or two for God. <laughs> Amen. And the last one, the last one. So the first one that we talked about is to come out of darkness and stay in light. The second one is to become prayerful. The third one is to have compassion for souls. The fourth one is engage, 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 engage. Don't be a reserve player. Don't be a reserve player. Have you realized, if, you, if you are an ardent football fanatic like myself, you see that most times the reserve players, whenever they come, they easily get uh, injured. Because you are not in it. You are not, you are not, so you are not exercising that much. Or, uh, uh, I'm lying. We have food, in this house, we have everybody. I'm, I, I'm, no, I'm talking to you. I'm not lying. You can easily get injured from coming from reserve. You don't, you don't do much. That's why, that's why when you are coming, you have to, you have to, uh, 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 what do you call it? Warm up. You have to, warm, because you're not doing anything. Yes, that's why you have to warm up before you join the main activity. So you cannot be on reserve like that. All of us, all of us are in it together. Amen. Amen. And the last one is that you must have the humility to admit wrong. The humility to admit wrong. That's one of the most difficult things, eh? Hey. Hey. It is not easy to admit to the ego, the ego, the ego that we contain. Eesh. To say sorry. Eesh. We are not closing today. <laughs> Amen. Let's look at the two verses in the prodigal son story. Luke chapter 15, verse 17. Luke 15, 17. And Luke 15, 21. There we close. Luke 15, verse 17. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger when he came to himself? Most times you are not admitting because you've not come to ourselves. We are just looking at only one perspective and we are only thinking that that person is wrong, 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 wrong. If not come to ourselves. Amen. Verse 21. And the son said to the father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and no longer ready to be called your son. 
Amen. I want to pray that we will be come to the place whereby we'll be humble enough to admit that we are wrong. And, and that's one of the most it's not easy to say that you are, you are sorry. I remember when I was young, my mother used one indicator to, to in her house to say that we are changing. Like you are changing behavior. And that indicator is that when you do something wrong, and maybe she sits with you and you are talking about it, and the meeting is prolonging. You get it? So if the meeting is short, you are okay. It's not that don't do the wrong, but the meeting that will happen after. Oh, maybe, oh, Sam, you shouldn't have done this. You shouldn't have done that. Then you, you don't know why I did it. Then we'll be talking 30 minutes. Then after that, you tell you that now you've changed. Because initially it was 10 minutes, but now we are doing 30 for the same offense. <laughs> <laughs> So it must, uh, I think it's a good indicator between husband and wife. Hey. And don't, prolong don't prolong. Take your time. Oh. I think you can apologize and let it go. But you have to explain and justify. <laughs> but I think it is one of it. If, if you are not doing that, that means you are not weak. It could even not just husband and wife, but brothers and sisters, or even colleagues in a choir, or colleagues in a, a group, or whatever. If it, it has to, we have to all convince you. And we, we are still able to convince you, so we have to send it to Reverend. And for Reverend to try to explain to you why you have to forgive, or say sorry. You see, they, they, let's not get to the place whereby we'll be Relating with pigs before we come to ourselves. You know, because that, 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 that prodigal son, he had to relate with pig first. Yeah. Because that means he, he, he went far. And I've, I, the last time I read that in Israel, they don't like pigs. So for Jesus to use, pig, to use pigs for the eye example, that means the guy went very far. Just by acknowledging, your money finished now. You could have gone back. But the ego said, I know me, I'll try and make my life on my own. You had money, you were not able to make your life. Now that you don't have money, you're going to make your life. <laughs> but I want to encourage all of us, especially the young people. Especially because I know that with young people, you have egos to protect. You have egos that you have to protect. So it's not easy to even say that, oh, please, can you do this for me? Hey, you look at you from head to toe and size you up and let you know that you are not my class. But God have mercy on all of us. Amen. Amen. I want us to be on our feet. Amen.